Intentional walk for Schwarber. They get to Davis. And with a pitcher spot now on deck, Alan Webster is up in the bullpen. Remember, the bullpen wasn't used on Friday, and Cubs were off on Thursday. Davis in the air, deep left. It is gone. That's a grand slam. The time. All right, welcome back to the Framing the Conversation podcast. This is episode seven, and I'm Devin Fink, Fangrass writer, joined as always by uh, MLB stats guru and published author Jeremy Frank, who I'm sure will update us on his second book, and Baltimore Oriole Taylor Davis. And I guess before we really get into anything, I I, Jeremy Taylor, you can add to this, but I first want to just express, you know, that if you're personally impacted by coronavirus, which pretty much at this point everyone is, um, to just stay safe and hopefully, you know, we'll all get through this together. Um, practice social distancing, you know, just keep in mind that even if, you know, you're someone who might not um, experience severe symptoms that, you know, if you go out and about, you could unfortunately pass it to someone who may. So just wanted to do my small part. I know we get a, a few people listen to this, a few hundred people listen to this. And so I just wanted to say that, you know, we should all do our part to stay home and hopefully let this pass and then let things get back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, for anybody that does listen, um, I think we can all agree this is going to be a, interesting next couple of months with a lot of time probably spent at home. Um, if there's anything like special that you guys can think of, um, I mean, I think we'd all be up for a cool idea. Um, we seem to be pretty open-minded. So I think that um, if there's something that you guys want that would help pass the time, uh, we're more than welcome. But um, like you said, man, I, you know, hearts out, prayers out to, to all those families affected and afflicted by this. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully the measures that everybody's taking will uh, will help and it'll slow down. Yeah, I think you guys put that up pretty well. I know for a lot of people, um, it's it's terrible that like sports are gone. I know it probably worse for uh, Taylor because that's his his job. But for a lot of fans, it like really sucks that uh, sports are gone. But you have to really put into perspective that it's not the most important thing going on. And while it does, it does suck. It is it is necessary for for us to do. And I guess, like, with that in mind, I think, you know, we start having the podcast and all sports news, all news is really being dominated by COVID-19. So, I mean, you know, I I guess for me, it's like, Taylor, like, what's been going on? You know, kind of, I don't know that we've gotten a lot of personal accounts of, like, what's been going on um, from a player's perspective. You were in camp and then one day, like, last week, they just, like, shut it all down. Yeah, um, so... You know, you could always <clears throat> sense that it was kind of getting closer and closer once the, you know, the fans stopped going to some of the games overseas and um, stuff like that. You could see that it was kind of picking up, which is why we stopped signing autographs. Uh, a lot of less people, a lot less people were um, let into the clubhouse. Um, little changes like that. And then on Thursday, we were actually on the way to a game. Uh, we were on the bus and... Right before we left, I saw somewhere that, um, you know, effective almost immediately, spring training was canceled. And, 
we're all sitting on the bus like what in the world and uh bus turns around we go sit in the locker room for a while and you know there was a meme posted the other day about like <laughs> uh you know okay guys you can stay no no you're gonna go home no but actually you're gonna stay and you're gonna go home and that was day one and then there's been you know like three more days of that so it's been been very hectic um trying to figure out like where you're supposed to be and um if you're gonna get any money at all so it's uh it's definitely been crazy i i really feel for um you know a lot of those minor league guys that you know this is this is a pretty big deal people don't quite understand you know i mean shoot you guys are college kids you understand as close to they do you know you know understand how impactful this you know thousand bucks every other week that they get um would be for them when you're only getting it for a few months of the year so right um, right you know I, i think it's it's uh really scary but like you guys said you know i think it was just a matter of time with with how scary this really is and and you know whether people think it's scary because of the death rate or not um the fear at this point is in at least in my opinion is just mass hysteria due to numbers becoming overwhelming and alarming and people start panicking so uh, you know even if you're not worried about catching it or getting it or anything of that nature understand that the rest of the country does and i i think that's a um, everybody does think that it's it's this scary and so because of that you need to make sure you're you're well prepared but anyway that's yeah two cents. And, I, and i guess the one thing i mean i'm a big stats guy and without baseball stats you can kind of look at other stats and read some interesting tweets from i mean before we get back to talking about the sports impact um i was reading some tweets from nate silver today it's like you know pretty soon we are going to see a spike and the number of cases in the United States. But that's not necessarily right. a bad thing. That's just because we're getting more testing. And so right, part, right, part of right. me worries is that like when people see, you know, and, and more testing is good, more testing is good. More testing is, is very helpful to be able to know who has it and then keep those people from spreading it. And, you know, when, when you know who has it and who doesn't, it makes things slightly easier in being able to contain it. And so what I personally worry when you mentioned the hysteria, it's like, when people see these numbers spike, in, in, because inevitably they will once we start right, getting more right, mass right. testing, which is the hope, um, it's not because of that. It's just because all these people who like couldn't get tests could get tested. Right, right. I remember hearing like a week ago actually about um, – I think it was about a week ago. Maybe it was a couple. But basically it was it, – they were explaining how in China that was kind of what happened. And that's why initially there was this giant fear was because it ballooned and that's exactly what happened. They just figured out at one point that, oh, hold on, you're still symptomatic or you're still, you can still, get, uh, you're still contagious um, even, you know, when you're not symptomatic. And so then it just added this whole nother list of people, um, right. which ended up, you know, leading to this. But, you know, I'll, I'll be right. honest with you, though, and, and I, you know, I say this um with with as much um i don't even know how as nice as i can but i really believe that rudy gobert tested positive saved america and i don't say that lightly i really think him him testing positive forced the shutdown of the nba which forced the rest of the leagues to follow suit 
which really showed America how serious this was. Yeah, that's what I was saying at the at the time too. I saw it the the exact same way. Like, yeah, if Rudy Gobert uh, wasn't tested and I didn't test positive, then sports continue on for who knows how long. Which is it's just good for people that only care about sports, but for people that want to prevent the spread of, spread of the virus, getting that awareness out should there, be it, everyone. <laughs> right? Yeah, should right. be everyone. But yeah. um, but Rudy Gobert testing positive and showing the the people that are like. Like, oh, it's not going to impact me or not going to impact, like, anything in my life. It really shows, like, how big of a deal it actually is and how, how big it could become if we don't do anything about it. hundred percent. And then within hours of him testing positive, Donovan Mitchell, his teammate, tests positive. And now right. within a week, you've already got four Nets players. So it's like, this is how quickly it spreads. And, and you know, like, we're, but anyway, we're, we, need to get, we need to get off our soapbox here, guys. Yeah. And, and, and I guess, Taylor, so for you, so you, you mentioned that first it was no signing autographs. Was this, yeah, the, I know some teams were making that a team directive. Was that something the Orioles told you guys don't sign autographs? Was that something no. you personally decided? How did that kind of go? Because I know that was handled on like a team by team basis. So kind of what we were told was um, exactly what you just said, is that like some teams were being told not to sign autographs. Um, so we were just, we thought we were just following suit. We thought everybody else was not doing it. Um, but what we were doing is like signing a baseball or signing some baseballs prior to going out and then throwing those into the stands or or so be it. Um, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like a, um, you know, you're going to get in trouble if you're going to get arrested if you sign an autograph, like every now and again, we still would. But for the most part it was, yeah, I mean, kind of start to practice social distancing and, um, you know, I, I don't think that uh, baseball really meant for it to be so crazy for us as far as like, go home, stay, go home. I, I just think that, you know, honestly, the way that this um, sickness is kind of carrying out is that we're just it's so new that, you know, the CDC, the WHO, um, everybody's getting all this new info and, and can only get it to people so fast. So. Right. Um, I right. think they were just trying to keep us safe, but in turn, you know, you're, you're messing with a lot of people's lives. So, right. um, it's been, it's been hectic. It's been crazy. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I don't, and I don't, we still have no, like, you know, for all the people that are like, Hey, you know, they're saying they're not going to start till this date, but when are they really starting? We have no idea. Right. Um, you know, all we know is what's in the media. So anything that you've seen, that's as much as I know as, as to when we're going to start playing again. Yeah. And did you notice any sort of shift in, like, the mood of fans as this was unfolding? I mean, Jeremy and I, we were both in college. We are kind of watching this from distance. I mean, we can both kind of talk about how that's impacted us. But I guess, like, the fans who were there in Florida, the Orioles are in what, Sarasota? Yes. Yeah, so the fans in Sarasota, did you notice they were – were they practicing any sort of social distancing or did you feel that as this unfolded, fewer people were coming up to sign autographs because obviously there's normally a crowd of people? I'm just very curious. Like, what did yeah. the scene sort of look like as this became more of a public honestly, concern? Honestly, no, which is – I mean, there was really not a whole lot of difference that I noticed. Maybe like the la- maybe like the last day or two, but even then, like not really. Um so honestly, you know, and that kind of, I think, lends to my point, like we went to a couple of games that were packed and it's like, uh, and then the next night, Rudy Gobert and there's not, not only are there no fans or not only are people starting to worry, there's no games of any sort. Um, 
so I think that's how serious it really got. And it, it was, you know, it was definitely weird though. Like we get a call, Hey, today's canceled, not positive, but most likely the rest of spring. And it's like, Dang, like what? This is, this is incredible. And I, I think it was inevitable just for the sake of the country. Um, you know, there was really, we were at the end of the day, you know, we were practicing, we were getting ready. Um, but I, gosh, just getting, you know, and that's kind of the, the at least for me about this, is like this sickness is like, as, if you just kind of don't hang out with people for a while, it should slow down significantly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's crazy. Um, like the, the time frame that this all happened. And I think that the Rudy Gobert testing positive, I think that was like exactly a week ago, like this night. It was like Wednesday night. Yeah. Ago. And it's crazy. It, it feels like a month or two has passed since Rudy Gobert. I mean, there was baseball being played. There was there was a basketball game a week ago tonight. But it feels like, I mean, th- that happened so long ago. What about uh, when did we saw a rumor? There was like a rumor that Gary Sanchez tested positive. That was like a week before that, or like a few days okay. before. Okay. It was before they canceled everything. And I know because I just remember hearing that rumor, and I'm like, if that's true. We're done. Like, yeah. shut it down, you know. And yeah. basically, it did happen, but. Yeah. it's It's been crazy. I mean, Taylor, so, like, were you set, like, are you at home now? And are you staying, working out and stuff? Because at any uh, point, I mean, yeah, not so at any point, but at some point, they're going to be like, okay, we're going to apply. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, uh, I am working out. I don't really want to say where I am. Uh, Fair on air but uh but yeah no we're we're good um yeah i mean we're just kind of working out hanging out um you know just staying hot as much as you can um i think you know i'm assuming at some point we're gonna get a little bit of another mini spring training i would guess you know so um as far as that goes it's just staying ready to see live at bats again go face your your boy richard blyer (laughs) yes your favorite pitcher. Uh, I've caught him a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, I've caught him a few is he? Times. Is he like Kyle Hendricks? No. No. Okay. Uh, no, it's a it's a harder sinker, but man, it's really good. Um, you know, I I one hundred percent can see why he is the pitcher he is. Like I caught him in I caught him in some like live VPs, and he would like every game he threw in, he threw like six pitches, so he'd have to go down to the bullpen and throw more pitches. Because he just gets early contact. That's it. Yeah. And it's weak contact. It's it's good. It's impressive. Um, I'm going to have to see. I can probably get us Adley Rushman on the show. Yeah? Yeah, really? I, I think I can do that. Okay, as soon as possible. Let's do it. That'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> while he has hey, the we, time. While we have the time. Which I next, guess is forever. Next meeting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Next, think, next call or whatever. Yeah, when it, whenever's, whenever's good with me, I'm... I got not a whole lot. Yeah, hit him up. Y'all are y'all are at home, so y'all are cool. Yeah, for yeah. five months. <laughs> yeah, oh, for gosh. six months. Yeah, it's kind of insane. You know, to, Jeremy. I guess I have a question for you now. So, if we, I mean, baseball is. I mean, Taylor. I know this. This is your job, but I, for the general no, sports fan, baseball is like the furthest concern right now, considering the economic downturn and everything. But as and and obviously the disease itself and it's just crazy i mean i sorry for the digression but it's just like absolutely wild but i mean if we do try and focus this 
on the baseball implications. One thing I saw was that they may try and play playoff series at a neutral site to limit off days because they're going to want to try and play as many games as they can in the regular season. And then, you know, in the playoffs, it's always like weird because there's a ton of more off days because of travel and stuff. That'd be really interesting, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, theoretically, it, it, I know that everyone's like saying, oh, like there's no chance they're going to play 162 games. But I, I can see it possible if like they made like a radical like decision to like play the season until like October when it would usually be played. And then add however much you lost from the beginning onto the end at like neutral sites, either places that have roofs or places in the south where it's not that cold yet. And then do the playoffs. They have like, like three games a to, day. Go to, like, go to like New Year's. They could have like three games a day uh, at 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, but the problem was they probably have to short. They have to delay the next season, but that's probably less of a concern. Yeah, I think uh, the other thing, like, you know, they're scheduled double headers too. I would assume some of those will probably get thrown in there. Um, but right. yeah, Sundays I think, I think, the, I, think the, I think the fear, uh, like, is what you said is that if you play into January, now you're pushing the next season back. Um, but you know, like you said, if it, if it meant getting in 162, I have no idea. I have, like I said, that's why this is like so crazy. It's just like literally, like, if you guys read something off of MLB trade rumors right now, it would be news to me. So, like, it's it's just it's just wild. Well, actually, one interesting tweet that I just got, and I don't know, Taylor, if you might not be able to, to comment on this, but one interesting tweet, Jeremy, you might be able to answer this. So, like, what happens if, if like, the worst case, MLB cancels the entire year? Does, like, Mookie Betts still become a free agent at the end of the season? Is Garrett Cole, you know, does his contract get extended a year? You know, how does the CBA work out? I mean, these are big questions, and Unfortunately, now they become more of a reality. How does service time work? Stuff like that. You're asking yeah. Taylor. You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I, Taylor can comment on this, but maybe yeah, you no, can. I, 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 have no, I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen anything on it. I don't think they want to say anything on it because if they do say, like, oh, like, if the season does get canceled, they're really, like, saying that like, that's a pretty decent possibility that they're considering it. But I, I don't think they'll, they'll say what will happen until it actually does happen. But I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's. Uh, there's nothing good I can say to that. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. I, I'm trying to look. Like what? So did N- NHL cancel a season? They did. I think they're right. T- like temporarily suspended, right? Yeah, I think I don't think anybody canceled. Other than I don't think any professional. I don't think any professionals have canceled. I think they've all just suspended. No, no, no. I'm saying in the past. Yes, they canceled the 2004-05 NHL season. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. No, that's – I can understand the the, uh, confusion there. Yeah, no league currently has canceled their season this year. But in 2004-2005, they canceled. Why was that canceled? Uh, Because of a a lockout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if the NBA or NHL came back this year, unless it was for a playoffs. I, I don't think that they're I think the regular season. I mean, that would be like the the best possibility if I'm an NBA fan. Because like, I mean, they they've had what seven, six or seven players test positive already. I mean, that's that's a problem. If not only like, well, I mean, it's an yeah, issue. Those, it, like, is, those are all, those all those guys are sweating on each other. And right. Like, exactly. Kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I guess, like, what would happen is, like, for these leagues that are currently in process, if they just were, like, okay, that's – I mean, the NHL, like, 
most of the teams have played 70, 71 games. They only have like 10 or 11 games left on their schedule. I mean, that's big enough sample size to know who's good, who's not. But like not every team has played the same number of games. Like if you're the Islanders, right, you're one point in the standings behind Columbus for the final playoff spot, but you've played two fewer games. So like if the league just is like, okay, we're starting the playoffs with however the standings were, you probably were like really upset. Like you had two games to make up one point. That's an overtime loss. And I don't really know, you know, if they like they can't just even out all the schedules because that would probably like require them to play out the rest of the season because, you know, as soon as they continue the Islander season, now maybe someone else is off. And, you know, I just think it's going to create a headache for this for the leagues. What I what I could what I could see happening with the um, NHL and the NBA, I think I don't remember who said I think it might have been like Spencer Dinwiddie or something. It was like just put like put every team in the playoffs and just have it be like a March Madness, like win or go home every game, and like you make the finals or like three games or something. But make it so like if you miss this, the playoffs by one game, like it doesn't matter. Like it's just for seeding purposes. The regular season, give every team a chance and make the games way more like intense and like, and also make it so you don't have to stretch the season out two months. That's cool. That'd be really cool. And then everyone would make brackets. If you if you didn't do any reseeding, everyone would make brackets. And right, I like, mean that'd be the most. I mean, that would get NHL the most viewers it's had in probably ever. I mean, if, but, I, like people that aren't NHL fans, like huge NHL fans, would like, it was watch single playoffs. Game playoffs. Yeah, of course. Right, and like, yeah, it sucks that like it the it might be more flukier championship, and people are gonna be like, oh, they don't deserve it. They didn't like they were like 18th best team in the regular season, but like it would be it would be fun. It would be fun, and like you know, I think no matter how they decide to handle it, there's always going to be questions. Right. Unless you could, you they could just... do a tournament like that in a whole in like a week and be done with it. Right. Like have it make make and sure just it, just test it. every player on the team to make sure they're good. Don't let them play if they have it, and if they're not if they're negative, let them play, and don't let any fans in or whatever. And you could do this. Probably so much on TV, but, but you know that requires them all getting tests, which there's been huge controversy over, like who's gotten tests, who hasn't gotten tests. Because I remember when uh, Rudy Gobert got um, his test, they were in Oklahoma City that night, correct? And yeah, I'm was like pretty sure, or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they use like half of the entire state's tests to test the team. And I understand that those guys were at extremely high risk of having it because they, you know, travel together, they shared a locker room together, and one of them actually had it. But that made a lot of people really upset. I just think we would need an abundance of testing before people would be fine with testing every single NHL player and then keeping the ones who test positive from playing. Yeah, you'd you'd have to you definitely have to make that assumption that like and hopefully at that point in the future there are, are tests widely available. If not, I don't think the these sports are going to come back if the the test shortage yeah. the test shortage is still is still there. And I guess Jeremy, if you do do that, because there's only 15 teams in the Western Conference, you get a couple buys, even though the Eastern Conference has 16 in the oh, NHL. There you go. That makes it twice as easy for the team. Uh, it's one yeah. like one game less they'd have to win. Yeah, for, for I, St. Louis. I, I'm 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 in on all of them. I think it'd be I think it'd be a cool. Uh, I'm all about change. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm for March Madness. I, I think that most of the situations by the sports has been has, like they've they've handled it well for the most part. But I am kind of um a little upset that college basketball just canceled it instead of just moving it into the summer. I think that it should have been on the table if it, if it was still bad in in a month or two and you. You really don't feel good about the like the tournament ever being able to be played. Then like then cancel it. But I think canceling it was when you have pretty much the entire summer of the players who were I'm sure would have played if you wanted them to. I feel like you, they could have weighed that out a little longer. 
Yeah, I mean, I as far as go ahead, Taylor. I thought it was a. I think it. I think it was a bad year, a, like a terrible year. Also to cancel it, like this was one of the craziest college yeah. basketball seasons ever. Like this was. Yeah. You, right. This was. We'll, we'll I, never I was know if somebody, Purdue would have won it all or not. I see. That's what Dang. I said. I said, like, can you imagine? Like, this was the. If there was ever a year that like a fifteen was gonna win it, it was this year. Like, right. um, I I really wanted it to be played because of that. Yeah, yeah no, also, I, you got to feel bad for the, like, like Devin was saying, the, the Dayton fans and the Dayton players who are probably the best best team in program history with an, a future NBA top 10 pick on the team who's going to be gone after this year. Like that, that could have been, a, I mean, they were the number three team in the country. They're, they're a one seed. They're one of the favorites to win it all. You got you to gotta really feel yeah. bad that they probably won't have that chance again. For right. a good and, I, and, and I guess just for all college sports, I feel really bad for the seniors. And I know that the NCAA is considering adding extra eligibility and whatnot. But I just, I feel for these guys. I mean, you probably won't be able to have this band together. I mean, as Jeremy said, in the case of Dayton, you know, they're, they're best players going to get drafted into the NBA. And, you know, regardless of whether he's a senior or not, he's not going to come back. And I just, it just really is, is so unfortunate. And, you know, it was funny because the first conference to camp, like the conference that was leading all of this, Actually, the Ivy League—they canceled all of their spring yeah. athletics, and everyone was making fun of them too. And everyone was making fun of them. And I remember I—I I just come out of a, a, my Spanish final exam, and I got the news that the sports were canceled. And I just remember like the athletes that I know—they were just like distraught because there's no, there's very rarely extra eligibility in the conference, and I don't know how they plan on handling this. But it just it just really, really, really stinks. And beyond the athletes, too, it's like every college has canceled pretty much the rest of their year. I feel so bad just for the seniors in general. Who, who knows? They might not even have a graduation. And that's just really that makes me so sad. Um, you know, athlete or not athlete, graduating from college is just a huge accomplishment. And I know that I would be distraught if my graduation was postponed or canceled. Yeah, I'm 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 way in on uh, these kids getting uh, an extra year of eligibility, and I I do want to make it known also. Um, I saw like people were talking about giving seniors one more year, and I've always been on this pack, but I saw some people, other people, were finally making the argument as well. But um, you know, this extra year eligibility is for much more than just the seniors. Every kid um, in that in that uh, was a part of this that missed a year. Yeah, deserves I, that year back, um, and and you know for for more reasons even than just than just the ability to you know play professional baseball, but um, you know you missed a full year of of, of playing college athletics of any kind. So right. um, anybody that's listening that has a vote on that, please vote to give everybody <laughs> another year of. Oh. The, the 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 fallout from this will be just extremely interesting because let's say everyone gets an extra year. Or even in a world where just the seniors get an extra year, college programs would be, in theory, with the exception of the professional drafts, be able to bring their entire teams back. And then they get all these new freshmen who they had already recruited. This is going to have long-lasting impacts for years Freshmen are mad because they didn't get a year back, but they lost a year getting overshadowed by the right, team because last there's year. No, there's no playoffs. Right, there's no playing time. Right. Someone is going to be negatively impacted. Because you can't be giving extra years forever, and unfortunately, unless you go all the way down is. through kindergarten and just give everyone an extra school year, <laughs> possible for that to make everyone happy. Yeah, you're totally right. 
Right. I mean, I mean these I the mean, freshmen who come in are going to have playing time. Uh, I mean, it would just I, – I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it would just be different. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, 20 years ago, you weren't going to a, a big Division One school and playing until your junior year. That's just how it was. And now, if you're a – you know, a lot of these SEC schools start plenty of freshmen because there's just so many talented athletes. I think all that would happen is, yes, your first couple years is what you're saying. Is that what would happen? Um, especially the first year. Yeah. But after that, it would just to me, it would just turn into five. Uh, you know, a, a fifth year senior would just be the regular player. So it's got it's got really nothing, in my opinion. It would have not a significant, long lasting line, because for one, after those four years, that's it. That's the that's all. Like after that, there's only one player that got what I guess you could have six years of eligibility. But there's only one player that could actually play for, you know, that amount of time, if that makes sense. So right. basically, I just think that it, it wouldn't in turn be uh, you wouldn't you would have to sit for a full freshman year. I think that it would just it would just change to like you're a freshman coming in, but you're coming in against basically a, a two year freshman, like a redshirt freshman almost. Right. And, and I uh, wonder, like, good. On, on the MLB side, I wonder how this is going to impact the draft. I know they are really concerned first and foremost about the June draft, but it is something that will eventually have to be figured out. It's like, you know, so many of these guys have good junior senior seasons and get drafted that now you're going to be looking at, you know, hopefully these scouts have had, have seen them play in prior years and maybe, you know, it's, it's hard to project, right? It's hard to project who is going to be that breakout senior seventh round pick to be the senior sign that now won't get drafted because you never had the opportunity to have a good senior year. You know, I know I've, I've been talking to, well, I haven't since I haven't been talking to the, the scouts since the coronavirus coronavirus has become a big issue, but there were scouts I know in the past who have told me like, yeah, you know, we don't, you know, obviously we don't draft purely on stat line, but if a senior goes out there and has a phenomenal stat line, especially in a small conference, they're going to get drafted because of how the senior sign system works. And, you know, we might go see them once or twice, but, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good gamble for us to, to take because sometimes these guys can just go out and play. And that's sometimes easier to see in the stat line um, than it is when you just go out and scout them. And I don't know that that's going to be able to happen this year because you're going to have an entire season lost. And so there's going to yeah, be certain guys who, yeah, it's go definitely ahead. Gonna, it's definitely going to be a lot different. Um, I, I've I read something that said that they were considering, or that it was an idea, and if it, I thought it was a pretty good one, and it was just you know there were a couple that were basically changed the eligibility rules for this year. Like if teams want to fly kids out to work them out, they should let them. If teams want to fly, you know, when they're allowed to, if a team wants to right. fly out two teams worth of guys, and and. It may be, maybe say four teams are like, hey, we're going to host a tournament. Send all your scouts, all four teams, right. and share the cost. Um, I think yeah, and that'd be good for the airlines. It'd be good for everybody. Um, yeah. So I think that would be something cool that, that could happen. But, yeah, I definitely think that um, this will be an interesting year. I think that, you know, as crazy as it sounds, it's like this is almost like if you're a, if you're a good scout, I feel like this is your dream. This is – you got to go with your gut, man. 
you had last year's you had this year's pick ready right you were just confirming it watching these games so if you're a scout you're like heck yeah like i got my pick we're gonna find out if it's, if i'm good or not like right i think that's kind of interesting and i do wonder if we look back on this year's draft 15 years from now is there more volatility like are there more busts picked early are there more late round steals stuff like that you know it's it's hard to think about that now, certainly, but it is oh, yeah. an impact that could happen. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, the fallout from this is just crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, Jerry, like, what, what have you – so, I mean, I know I'm just trying to get you involved a little bit more. What, what are your thoughts on, like, what MLB should do? And that's such a broad question, but – I'm always curious to hear what you have to say. I mean, I, I don't really know what like there is to do. I don't. I think it's hard to say for us right now, having no idea how like bad this is gonna get. Like, right. I, I hope baseball comes back this year. My hopes. I mean, I really hope that if it's back before July starts. I know a lot of people seem to be thinking, oh, like May first now, or like May fifteenth, or whatever. It's like, not gonna be. It's not gonna be in May. It's gonna be in June. It, at best, it'll be in June. I don't think this is gonna get better before it gets worse so i mean i'm really just hoping for the best i think that with the <laughs> contract thing you mentioned earlier i think if there's like if there's not a real regular season point this year i think like it's hard to say like oh sorry like mookie bets you don't actually get to play with the dodgers or like sorry the dodgers you don't get to have mookie bets in your team i think if there's no like regular season play they're just gonna have to not counting as a year in the contract, but I don't know how you can right, do that. Right, but that could hurt Monkey Betts long-term, right? Because then he becomes a free agent at an old, one year older. Right, that's right. true. And it could, also yeah, okay. hurt, it could also hurt like the Angels who are going to have to pay Albert Pools for another year. So you'd have to deal with like some options, some sort of thing. Like you'd have to, I don't know how it would work, but I don't, I don't know. Do you think Mookie's value would be as high if he didn't play a, during... Like if he didn't play this year, would his value be as high? Is is he? Are we saying if he didn't play this year and then gets to become a free agent? Well, yeah. I'm assuming it's just so in comparison to everyone else. I'm assuming if he doesn't play, yeah, then no true. one I plays. So like, yeah, yeah. I think we're still gonna have the same idea compared to uh, the other players as we do now. Unless, yeah. yeah, I think I think the most interesting question is like if Mookie plays a half year, and then the Dodgers get him for a whole no, and then the Dodgers get oh. him for all of next year. What happens to his value? I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Maybe they could just implement a fantasy draft and just have everything, like, reset. <laughs> That's the perfect they, time what for they, it. What if they did that this year? What if they said, okay, guys, we're not going to – owners, here's what we're going to do. You don't get – next year we'll restart with regular rosters. But send your GMs. You guys are doing a fantasy draft. Yeah. <laughs> After, I know this whole like the, season the Rockies. Would so the like, Orioles get Mike Trout. The Orioles get Mike Trout. No, they no they don't. No, they don't because they'd have the second pick. Wow. No, the, the Tigers would definitely take like Miguel Cabrera or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, so the but wait, if we were saying like so if we're saying that this is just for this season, so we don't have to worry about long term value, would Acuna still be the second pick, or would you rather take someone like like Cody Bellinger or Christian Yelich? So would the Orioles get Christian Yelich or, or Cody Bellinger? Would they take Acuna? Like, hard now. How much? How much older is Bellinger than Acuna? A couple oh, years, right? Not, One or two? Not that much. Bellinger's twenty-four, and Acuna is twenty-two. The two. But if we're just saying for this season, I think the bet is but, that no, no, Bellinger no, would have a better year this year. 
here's my question. If if you're just talking about two years, I'm I mean, I might take Cody over Acuna as it is. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't think the I don't think the age difference is is big enough. Now, if it was like four years, okay, maybe. But if it's only two years, I mean, relatively the length of their careers, they're going to be, I'd say, similar players, and we've got a guarantee that Cody Bellinger's MVP level. But but Taylor, like, let's say we have a fantasy draft where we're where all the teams are told you only get these guys for one season. So it doesn't really matter how old they are because you're you're not projecting them out beyond that. Because Acuna, part of his appeal is that he's so good and he's so young. But if you just have him for one season, it doesn't really matter if he's 22 or 28 because it's just one season. So I think you definitely take Bellinger. I think if you were to ask me who I think has the better bet to be better in 2019 Either. or 2020, Cody Bellinger or Acuna, I would say Bellinger. Yeah, that's. I mean, no, I, I'm agreeing. That's, no, that's nonsense. But I'm saying – even if you weren't, even if you were saying okay. for the length of the career, okay. I think I would. I I think the answer is probably Bellinger both ways, right? That's interesting. Who, yeah, it's not like Bellinger. It's not like Bellinger's like Aaron Judge's age, like because he, he right. Bellinger made his debut at twenty one, not like twenty five or twenty six, how Judge was. So yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you could see a prospect at as old as Bellinger come up and be, like, still like the next greatest thing in baseball. Like we don't know. Like Bellinger right. is still nowhere near to, hopefully nowhere near to like the last year he'll be good. So. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Right. Hey, well, here, tell me this: Can you guys find out who has more projected WAR for the rest, like for the next however long, or is it only I mean, based on a one-year scale? I think it's, Zips it's does on right. one year. Well, Zips has multi-year, but you can't look at like combined. You can't say like who's going to be projected the most WAR in the next three years, stuff like that. But could you do no? But could you do? How many war over the next three years Cody will get, and how many war over the next three years Acuna? Will I can look at each individual year, but I can't sum. Yeah, them. you can't uh, add them up in your head, Devin. I mean, I could. <laughs> okay, it's, too much, it's too much work. I, I I was told that we don't have school, so I was told that means no math. Yeah, right. Put the calculator away. Um, here, I'll look. You can. Well, try, I can zips, try to find the, an abacus. The, the 2020 <laughs> zips are not in leaderboard form right now. Are they on the player pages? Oh, they're on. Okay, so zips. So uh, for Bellinger, he's at 5.6 in 2020. He's at um 5.8 in 2021, which puts it at 11.4. 11. And then in 2022, he is 5.5. So what is that? 16.9. 16.9. Nice. And Acuna. 6.0 in 2022, um, 5.6, so that's 11.6 in 2021, and then um, 4.9, so 16.5. Yeah, it's basically so, a wash, yeah. Bellinger by, by a touch. Yeah, I'm sure if you went further out, I don't know if you can go further out, but I think Acuna starts passing Bellinger, but I think, yeah, if you go three years, they're, I, I think they're pretty even bets. Yeah. yeah. Fantasy, fantasy draft aside, though. There was an interesting article written by Dan Zimborski. Jeremy, I saw that you retweeted it. It was talking about how playoff odds change in a shorter season. Yeah, right? we were because in a shorter yesterday. In a short in a shorter season, there's more randomness, right? So if, if you know if the um, Rays are projected to be four games behind the Yankees in a full season and a half season, in theory, they should only be projected to be two games behind. So it it helps every single team. Um, Beyond beyond the, the uh, beyond the division leaders, 
Um, and, you know, Taylor, maybe maybe this is some silver lining for you. In an 81-game playoffs, Zips would say the Orioles have a 1-50 chance to make the playoffs. 1-50? would be 81 how games. Many, how many plate appearances are they giving to him? Are they giving to who? Taylor. Let's None. see. Zips. Zips is giving him 338. Wow. Nice. That would be a career high, I think. That'd be great. <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a yeah, career high. Uh I mean, you know what's funny about as a plus defender Orioles, too. Do you know what Orioles the Orioles being one in fifty odds? I mean, I guess it's odds, but I mean they're I promise you they're going to be one of 30 that win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah they, it's funny. Oh, yeah, I'm looking funny. at the – going back to the 81-game uh, season thing. I mean, the Nationals who won the World Series last year were 41 and 40, 81 games into the season. And that could very well happen for any of the other top teams yeah. or it could go the other way for the bottom teams who are, are not that good, but they, they can fake it for half the season because they can see the playoffs in sight. Like that's a totally different ball game. I think it helps most notably like the White Sox and the Padres and like the Brewers, I guess you could say. It just it helps the chaos. Right. And it it would be interesting for sure. You would probably see some of the biggest differences in like run differential versus actual record because you can sustain, you know, a lot of one run wins over a shorter time frame. Like the Mariners one season started like super hot. Yeah, you know what could be fun is if they um I don't know if this is logistically possible because that's the main thing in this is all logistics. But if every team they just redid the schedule and said every team plays a three game series against all the other twenty nine teams and give them like eighty seven games, like you got just one you got to see each team just one time before the playoffs and just give all the best the teams the best records into the playoffs. Or and then do no more leagues. Yeah, just for that one year, you just had to say the teams with the best record because theoretically, the leagues only matter for like how much you play each team and in, in like also your division, you play more too. But if everyone's playing each other, you play like half the teams at home and half the teams on the road or something like that. And then just say like, okay, everyone just played 87 games against virtually the same competition. Obviously, you don't play yourself. But then you just say like, okay, the teams that were the best get to go to the playoffs and that's it. <laughs> or that? what if that was it? What if that was it? Oh yeah, you could you could do that in theory because you you... You'd always have a three-game series to look back and say, like, oh, like, we were better than you here. So, like, it's not like the World yeah, Series yeah. where you could very well be playing the team for the first time. You're like, oh, look, look back to April where uh, we had a th- we have a, a three-game series where our three, four, five beat your, uh, your one, two, three. And now we, I guess we're the better team because those are the only three uh, games we played against you. Yeah. Right. But it would be really funny, like, if the team with the best record got swept to another team. And so that other team would be like, yo, but, like, we swept you, you know? <laughs> Yeah, right. But I, I always find it really funny uh, during college football season when, like, somebody will beat some, like, big ranked team. Some unranked team will beat a ranked team. We want Bama. And then, and then somebody would beat them who would get beat later on. And long story short, it ends up at, like, you know, the Savannah School of Art and Design. This is how we beat Alabama. Yeah, exactly. Every team, yes. every team that every time that beat Purdue when uh, Purdue beat Ohio State in football could say that they're better than Ohio State because they beat exactly. Purdue. And I'm sure Purdue right. lost to some bad teams that year. I think like Western Michigan could say that or whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, like we pretty much we pretty much beat we pretty much beat Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's it, it would have wide ranging implications. I mean, in this scenario, an 81 game season, the furthest any team 
finishes beyond behind the division leader is 20 games. But in a 162-game season, it's like 40, which makes sense, right? It gets had. So, definitely yes. um, yeah. got the mental math. He said that. Man, he would, I really but, think you need to go back to school. This is. Yeah. This is well, tough. I mean, the thing is, is this is re- real school actually does start. So, like, I will have school starting the 30th. But for right now, I'd really checked out. And, yeah, they don't. Know, it's not like you, it's, Taylor, it's not like you. Like we, we don't play our. Uh, we don't like just cancel everything. Like it, it would be like if you guys had to like play online during uh, the Corona. Thing. And will like, be that's, the that's show. What we have to yeah, do. I was gonna say we gotta play the show. You got another. You got and will be the show counts as the uh, regular like, season. Like you like log into like uh like the Sims as your as your show player and so everyone has a pro to the show player and they're all like they, or not they, right they, or they do it over zoom they all like, like sign up. <laughs> right you know zoom is what we're all gonna be jeremy are you guys using zoom uh they still haven't figured it out yet we start school on monday oh. and i think each teacher's just doing it i don't think the school has like a mandate for anything i think all the teachers yeah, well, are kind of like here's how we're gonna do it so I, I don't know how it would work over zoom but maybe they can play dice baseball over zoom where all the players you know sign okay. on to zoom and then they, you know, they roll the dice and they say, oh, you know, you got a, you got a triple, you know, Mike Trout, might, it, finally, when he's playing the odds, might not be that good. <laughs> probably is really good. Skill. Do you, do they play like, I mean, they show a lot in like the, the clubhouses or like, do you, do you, do fellow Ooh. players, you know, play it a lot? Oh, I know yeah, like some yeah, players, yeah, like yeah, I know like Blake Snell, Snell's pretty into it. Like he streams it a lot. I think a lot of guys are, I think actually a lot of guys are streaming right now. Yeah. Like, do you guys, do you have you the game? Play? I, yeah, I just got a couple days ago. Are you guys good? I, I, it, was I an extended, it was an extended offseason for me. I didn't. I stopped playing in like August, so I, I still need to get my uh, timing back. I was good. So I am. Um, I, I don't. I'm actually as crazy as this sounds. Well, I, I mean, I guess it just sounds crazy to me, but I'm a really bad video game player, which okay. is oh, me funny because I have pretty. I have pretty good hand. Like I have good hand. You're a catcher. By, <laughs> by the way, let me uh, a little humble brag here. It's not even going to be humble <laughs> by any means. Uh, Are you like a fast typer or something? Is that where this is the, going? The twenty. 2020 Orioles spring training ping pong champion. Singers. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so I killed Devin in ping pong when he came down. When he yeah, came I don't down. think I won once. I'm the most annoying player ever because I just hit it back to you and make you make the mistake. But anyway, so I'm really no. bad at video games. So I'm terrible at the show. Do you have it? Jeremy, I just... No. Do you do you know if you're in the do you know if you're in the Diamond Dynasty version of it? I am. I, you are uh, okay. I, I got I got to stack well, up in the, the car. show. I don't know if I'm in the car. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know how it works with like there are some minor leaguers in it, and like I don't know how it works with like last year. I know you're probably in the franchise mode because they have all the minor leagues in it. But like for like the actual yeah. like online play, I wonder if you have I a car. I gotta go check that out know. after this podcast. I'll let you know. Yeah, Jeremy, I just dug it up. The the only the show I have is MLB The Show 17 with Ken Griffey on the cover. I remember that one. That was fun. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be so funny. They just had player. everyone log into their players with like the the exact like uh, attribute overalls they actually have in real life, and they had to play with them. Yeah, except for like the GM sets it so you like look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, I suck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the GMs pull out their evaluations and they're like, okay, so here's where we would put everyone on the this show. Yeah, exactly. That would be that would be pretty funny. Okay, oh, hold on. Can we? But they use that in arbitration. Can we talk about this for a second? This is a good talking point for us. Um, and actually, what how what time are we at? This is probably this will this will be a good conversation that'll probably end the podcast too. All right, um, let's so hear it. I 
I saw um, when I was looking at the show or looking at like tweets about the show, they tweeted the players who were lucky enough to get a 99 overall ranking. Do you guys know who? Oh yeah. It was like, it was Trout, Arnado, DeGrom, and is that it? And, and Scherzer. Oh, Scherzer got it too. Okay. Hold on. Who else did you say? It was like DeGrom and Arenado, right? DeGrom, Arenado, and Trout. And and Trout. Yeah. Okay. Here's the question mark that I had. How how does Arenado get a 99 and Mookie Betts not? I don't know. I mean, I I agree with you. I think the the game actually really underrated. I haven't looked at his card, but I think it really underrates his hitting. Like, I know his defense is probably like a... As good as Arenado's, but I think that they think he's a much worse hitter than he is. I don't know. I really hate how they do their ratings in the game, and I Honestly, you know what I do hate the most about going going off of that rating thing. I'm really mad that they don't have framing as a as a stat for catchers, and like it would be really easy to implement in the game. Like oh, like when you're playing with this guy at catcher, you get like a bigger strike zone almost or something oh, like that's that. True. Yeah. Or like if you have like a worse guy like framing, like you get more pitches called in the in the zone that are that are balls right, or something like right, that. And right. that that's a huge part of. I mean that's probably the biggest area, at least for for defense for catchers. That's where like you have like throwing catchers. arm and throwing accuracy for stolen bases, but I'd argue framing is more important than that nowadays for catchers, and that's why Grandal is severely underrated because and same like I have like Austin Hedges and even like Jeff Mathis, their overalls would be saved if they got you know, like a few more strike calls a game. Right. No, a hundred percent. I think and that would be a really interesting feature, like especially like you would get some guys, you know. It, like you could get what if you could like win pragmatics and his personal catcher like right you'd have you'd have both batters boxes as strike zone yeah and that, and that would be such a because instead you have guys like greg maddox who like a lot of guys can just tee off of because you don't throw that hard but if you had it where the strike zone was another four inches on each side then like then you have the advantage that greg maddox had which made him so good well not yeah, that was the only reason he was good but oh yeah. my goodness this is huge news. This came out while we were talking about this. 8.7 p.m. The Associated Press reports that Major League Baseball is considering skipping its amateur draft this year and putting off the next international signing period as a way to preserve cash while games are affected by the new coronavirus. Wow. Does, do they really need to save cash? Oh my Can they just do it on a Zoom? They, I mean, I think... <laughs> now, here's, this the, here's is just, the question. Oh, my gosh. I don't even have a reaction to that. No, I have a reaction. I, oh, I did have a reaction. You know, I mean, it, it makes sense, except for the the high school kids. Yeah, yeah, where do they go now if they were planning on going to the draft? I guess they're because all committed to college, the, because I guess. In my, yeah, because, because for me, um, high school kids, if, if you were a – now, this is – I'm not saying it that would suck because if you're a – kid who put up a monster year you're gonna have to do it again but as far as eligibility goes um it's not like you're gonna turn from a junior sign into a senior sign so you're not gonna lose a ton of money um right least. and also like what would happen as far as draft order did the tigers just get hosed because yeah, whoever, the two years <laughs> right the other thing is you're gonna have you're gonna have not only you're gonna have four classes of eligible people to be drafted College seniors, college juniors, college sophomores, high school seniors, and college freshmen. Every, literally every single freaking 
Like, you're going to have, like, four or five different age groups that are all eligible to get drafted. Jeez, that would be a mess. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a bad call, honestly. I I, I, I just don't. I mean, because I think, like, teams would just get it. I mean, the Tigers who have the first pick would get hosed unless, Jeremy, like you said, they take the two years and they just find the Don't the Tigers get hosed even if they have a draft and fewer players go pro than would have? Like, if there's, a, if there's a guy in college that would have gone pro after this year but still really wants to play this one year? Don't you think the right, draft you have to consider how much more is? valuable you have to consider how much more valuable the number one overall pick in the entire draft is compared to the marginal loss of that is fair. all of the other all of the other picks, maybe fewer guys coming in. The number one overall pick is going to be a guy they pretty much already know that they're gonna draft regardless. That is true. And right. and so that's gonna be or they might have it down to three, because I know there are years where teams are still undecided from a group of three a couple days before. But like that 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 pick itself, the number one overall pick, historically is like so much more valuable. So I don't I don't think the Tigers are as worried about certain guys losing eligibility, not being able to scout certain guys, because it doesn't really matter that they get the first pick in the seventh round, but it does matter that they get the first pick in the first round. For sure, yeah. We talked about this, I think, already, but uh, the one position that's never been taken, first, first, one, one. I feel you like he said that. I don't remember what it was. What's your guess? First base. Like I no high idea. school, college, and position. Oh, I feel like he told oh. us. Oh, um, the high school like... catcher. Uh, Joe Mauer. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was just guessing. Uh, I think it was like high school pitcher. It's, yeah. It's no, high school, high school pitcher get drafted. It's high school really? right-hander. That really? blows my mind that a high school right-hander has never gone one-one. Is a high school left-hander? Uh, yes, Brady Aiken. Okay. Yeah. Not I think there's been great. more, but that's there's got to be more. Yeah. Lefty, yeah. lefty's a lot. David Price. David, oh, that's high, that's college. David Price. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm built. sure I could think of yeah. something. Wow, that's crazy. I guess because, uh, like, I feel like if you're a right-handed pitcher, it's, like, it's so much risk. Like, at least a left-handed pitcher. If you're a left-handed pitcher coming out of high school throwing 98-99, it's, like, how often do you find lefties throwing 98-99 in general? I get that every team has a handful now, but, like, if you're a starting pitcher, like, that, there's so much upside there that it's worth the risk of drafting a high school pitcher. But, like, you can find a right-hander who's throwing 98-99 coming out of college that might be more polished and less likely to be an injury risk. Yeah. Yeah. But All right, that well, is guys, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go. My wife, uh, my wife's on the DL. Um, okay. We had an event uh, for the Orioles, and she slipped and fell, and she actually she slipped in the parking lot. We think there was like a hole in the parking lot, and she fell and she broke her elbow. Yeah, so, I saw that on your Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So she broke her elbow. Uh, they misdiagnosed it actually at that picture, and then we found out she broke it. And then today she had an MRI. And if the MRI is we get bad results, she has to have surgery. If it, oh, if, no. we, if she doesn't have bad results, she's not supposed to lift more than a coffee cup for the next month. So it is me and baby time. Wow. Can she wait? Can she like? Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, could she have the surgery? Because they were saying like they might like have to ban like non-elective. So is well, that kind of an elective surgery? Elective. No. Or non-elective. No, 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 they're banning elective. That would I mean, not. Yeah. Would that be non-elective? Elective. That would be non-elective. Yeah. 
I believe. I don't. I mean, I mean, I I have no idea. But well, hopefully, we don't have to find out. Yeah. Yes. But uh, well, I mean, all anyway. the best to her for sure. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully, all. Anybody have a poll? Anybody have a poll question? How sad are you in terms of smiley face emojis that baseball season is <laughs> from oh one gosh. to four start? From one yeah. to well, four. Well, like Twitter, Twitter is like 280 characters, so 280 smiley face emojis, I guess. Hey, we need to get. Um, I I really want some some questions this time. So like, let's. Um, I'll post on Twitter to ask some questions for. Yeah, for I will us. too. Like fans, okay. like reach out. Let's do it. I yeah. Okay. And then next pod, we'll take some questions. With Adley. Or the, Legend, the next, right? no, the next pod, that's just the three of us. Because we, we can't guarantee Adley's coming on the next one. Or, or we could just delay it till he can. But we'll have to. I mean, that. Adley we'll, would we'll be talk fun too. We could, we could add funny ones. But yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, we anyway, can, yeah. and we can always have multiple like segments or whatever. We don't have to have the entire yeah. podcast with the, with the guests or whatever. We'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah. we'll figure it out. But in the meantime, right. just to wrap this up, everyone, stay safe. Yeah, Remember to stay you, six well. feet away from other people and follow the CDC recommendations and you know all of our thoughts are out to everyone who's being personally impacted by this but really is impacting everyone in some way or another and Taylor best of luck to your wife and hopefully she yeah. will not have bad news from that MRI and yeah. it's, it's it's a somber time in sports but sometimes you, you got to look at the bigger picture and it's interesting to hear the what's been going on in, in that part of the world and get so, to all right, take guys. an escape well, from it. But anyway. It. And I agree with you. Everybody, uh, you know, I, you know, praying for everybody and, and please be safe. And I already practice social distancing. Like, I'm such a loner as it is. So, <laughs> 60 like, feet, I'm in six inches. <laughs> right, 60 yeah, feet, six inches. Just tell the arm to move a foot back next time. Three. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Peace out. out. Well, Thank you, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all the places where you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and tweet us whenever you can. Thanks, and have a great one, and we will see you soon.